Now tonight, uh, Paul Bloom is uh, going to be just kind of adding a whole lot more to what we heard the first time. Now you can go back and uh, go on our website and find sermons by Paul Bloom or whatever. It'll be one, okay? And uh, But you get on there and you'll just use that title, Satan's Bid for His Children, find it, and you'll find for, for your child, for example, Satan's Bid for Your Child. It'll be on there, number one, but that's probably a couple years ago. Now this is uh, the second one, and there is so, so much more. And I want you to know, he's giving you the G-rated one. He's not giving you what's so much worse and multiplies so much more. So I want you to understand that as we go into this. Paul, come on up and preach. All right. I hate to call it part two, but there's somebody around here who likes to have parts and series and <laughs> stuff like that. I'm afraid I'd scare you guys off. Uh, but yeah, part two. So um, while we're getting started, if you want to turn your Bible to Matthew 24, Matthew 24, verse 43 is where we're going to start out. So, uh, so me, my job uh, here on this earth is to be a servant of God. But my job as a man here on this earth is to work, to work at the sheriff's office as a public information director. And uh, one of my duties is this right here is, is researching, studying and educating the public. Uh, out there on, on what's going on and what, what kind of crime we see, what kind of uh, challenges we're facing. And so I love doing this because most times when I'm speaking, I was speaking this week with a group and there's things they never heard of and uh, it's always good. So hopefully you leave here tonight having learned something. But uh, we're going to talk about Satan's bid for your children. So every, every single army general that goes out to war is going to study his enemy. Right? If you read some of the writings by Napoleon Bonaparte and some of these others, um, they've, they learned a lot about their enemy because they need to know how to defend themselves, how to attack the enemy. And uh, it's very important for us too. We have an enemy. Uh, your children especially have an enemy right now. Uh, if you don't think it's very powerful, um, it, the enemy is probably more against these children than they are against us that are full grown. And uh, just be, be looking at the enemy. Um, but mess, much effort and research is put into knowing the enemy and we wanna do that tonight. So why not? Why not have this? Why not protect yourself? Why not protect your family? Um, so over there in Matthew 24, I'm going to try to, let's click or mark. I don't know. All right, let me try. No? Yes? Next slide, please. I think it's on. Now that the red light is on, it looks like it's on, Mark. So this is why you're a doctor and I'm, I'm not. All right, there it is, Matthew 24. <clears throat> We're working full speed ahead. I really do this for a living. <laughs> All right, Matthew 24, verse 43 says, But know this, I think that's a pretty direct thing, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Isn't that the truth? Um, especially those of you that are, uh, you know, we, we protect our houses. I get asked a lot about, you know, uh, burglaries and crime and, and robberies. And our safest place is our house. That's where we want it to be, the most safe place. We can come back to our house and have it the, the safest place that we know, um, and it should be. Uh, but the enemy's not coming for you out in the wide open. You know, they're, not, he, he's, they're still trying to get into your house. You know, right now you'll see, uh, it, it's very rare for us to pick up a newspaper or watch on TV and see where somebody just broke into a house, put a gun to somebody, and took all their money and left, took the jewelry. That's rare because a lot of gun owners, especially in this state, have guns themselves, uh, homeowners have guns themselves, very risky business for a bad guy. They're still trying to get in your home, typically through scams, 
things like that, that you know, the phone calls that we all get. Uh, apparently my car warranty is, is I'm embarrassed to say, is, is behind uh, or something. I don't know what. But uh, they're still trying to get me, right? They're just not out in the open trying to come into my house. Um, devil's the same way. This is a sneak attack uh, using disguises. Um, you know, the devil is, is, is very subtle. The Bible first showed us the devil as what? As a serpent. And um, that, where I live, uh, you know, we have some, some water moccasins every now and then out there on the, near the lake. And uh, mine and Lance have been with me. We found one ourselves and had to, had to send that moccasin to a better place. But uh, the moccasin doesn't announce that he's there. He doesn't let you know. He's camouflaged. He's, he's hidden. He's just waiting for your ankle to get close enough for him to bite it. And this devil is the same way, very subtle. The, devil, the Bible shows us the devil being very subtle. And it doesn't announce his presence necessarily. Uh, if you will go over to Ephesians 6.12, I'm going to go to this next slide. Another verse dealing with this. Talking about our enemy. We're trying to learn our enemy. Um, Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Boy, it wouldn't be so much easier if we just wrestled against flesh and blood. You know, at, at the sheriff's office, I teach defensive tactics, the hand-to-hand stuff for us, and, and we have days, most days, where we wrestle with somebody. They don't want, they don't want to go to jail. It's surprising. <laughs> Some people just don't want to go to jail, and they want to fight. And so we have to wrestle flesh and blood and get them to jail. But we're not wrestling that. Our, our enemy, the devil, is, is spiritual. And uh, it talks about the rulers of darkness. And we're going to talk about some darkness that's in this world tonight. And this darkness is out there for your children. It's out there for you, too. Uh, and, and it says, uh, when you look at that verse, against powers, against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. It means they, they rule the darkness. We don't rule the darkness. These, these, these principalities, these evil spirits, this is who rules the darkness. When your child goes into, their, into that darkness, they're in their kingdom. They're, they're not in charge at all. They're, they're, in, they're in that darkness and, and, and where the evil spirit is the ruler. And the child is basically at their mercy. Flip over to 2 Timothy 3.13. Just a, this is the last one I want to show you here. And kind of get a, get a uh, I don't know, a mile marker of where we're at. We're taking a trip. Where are we at in this world? Uh, it's been a little over 2,000 years since Christ was here on this, on this earth. Uh, where are we getting? How are we getting there? 2 Timothy 3.13 says, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Well, thank goodness none of that is going on right now. Um, evil men are getting worse and worse. Uh, is it going to get better? No way. Uh, what's crime rate now? We, we fight crime every day. Crime rate in our county is down. That's great. There's still crime going on? Absolutely. Um, everywhere. It, it's, there, there's more of it, sure. It, it goes on. Uh, a lot of what we catch, more of it that we don't catch. Um, there's, there's literally one deputy for every thousand citizens in this county. Not even one deputy. So uh, there's like 0.7 of me for every thousand citizens. So we're, we know that we're not getting everything. Uh, but evil is getting worse and worse. But I like what his verse says. When, when you really look into it, <clears throat> it says... Uh, they're deceiving. They're out there deceiving people and being deceived. They're being deceived themselves. And uh, if, you, if you watch the news, if, you, if you're out there talking to people in public, and, and you'll, you'll come across these folks that are, that are deceived themselves. They don't know the truth. They think they know the truth. They preach whatever they know as this is the straight gospel, and, uh, and it's not. They're, they're, uh, they're being deceived themselves. They don't see anything wrong with their actions. Uh, we're seeing a lot of this, uh, the pedophilia movement, uh, nothing wrong with their actions. They, they're, they're trying to excuse other countries. It's excused to a certain age. It's, uh, 
the, the, the rules are getting le less and less restrictive on them, and, um, and the pressure is to do that here. So many of you out here have raised children. Some of you are still raising children. We talk about stranger danger, um, you know, not taking candy from strangers. Um, don't go up, park up next to this van, uh, because probably, like that, like that meme says, the owner is a registered felon, maybe a registered sex predator. Uh, the van is not registered, <laughs> so um, very typical. But we're taught, you know, stranger danger. Don't, don't go up to strangers. Um, don't park next to a van like this. And don't take candy from strangers. Don't go in somebody's house that you don't know. Um, when we were kids, you know, you, you come back trick-or-treating and, and your parents are checking the candy. Don't, don't get an apple from some stranger. There might be a razor blade in it, that old tail, you know. If somebody gave me an apple while I'm trick-or-treating anyway, I don't, I'm going to throw that away. I'm, I'm out there for candy. <laughs> so, um, but we don't allow our children to go in strangers' homes. Uh, but are they in, in strangers' homes right now? Yes, the same way that scammer is trying to get into your home. And it's, it's typically going to be through a cell phone, through a computer, uh, through your television, somewhere like that. They're still trying. Um, I'm putting this up there like a way evangelist does a watch so you can see the time. It, does, it doesn't mean anything. But, uh, <laughs> but that danger still exists. Where is it existing at? Right here. Um, threats are coming from the Internet, social media, phone apps, and video games. Um, it's, I don't know, multi-billions of dollar business. So any, all these things that are mentioned here, everything is multi-million dollar business. Um, and they're, they're not going to go out of business anytime soon. They're not going to stop doing business anytime soon. They don't want to. There's good and bad with these things. The internet, social media, phone apps, video games. There's good with all these things. Uh, but there's a lot of bad in there also. It's, uh, it's a weapon. Many of you, like myself, that are gun owners, I, I love guns. They're great. Uh, just bought a couple more. My wife let me a few weeks ago. And uh, and I love them. I use them for good. People buy them and use them for bad, absolutely. Uh, this internet, these things are, are the same way. They can be used for the wrong things very easily. Um, so we've got to have some rules in our home. What do we use? What, what rules do we have in our home? Um, so the internet. This is access to all the world's knowledge, uh, uh, good or bad. It's in the palm of your hand or in, the, in your child's hand. Right here, I can go to the internet from this thing right here and, and know anything. Um, High school would have been a lot easier for me um, if I'd have had that. We had encyclopedias like were, that were old when we had them, I think. And uh, that's where I did all my book reports from. Uh, Mrs. Lloyd, oh, sorry. Um, but it's right there in, in the palm of their hand. And imagine, imagine that everything that you don't want a child to see is just behind a closed door. Like we said, hey, behind this door over here is everything that your child does not need to see. Now just imagine that door not being locked. And, and that's what that internet is. If we're not locking that door, if we're not, we're not controlling that, then guess what? Uh, it's, it's open access. Uh, and you gotta think about what rules you have in your house. How does my child access the internet? How does my child access video games or, or the apps on their phone, um, internet, uh, social media? Do we allow them to go off into a room by themselves? I hope not. Um, if you can do it however your house is built, if you can have a computer in the middle of the house where it's open for anybody to see, uh, if your child needs to use a computer, uh, because they will for school now, everything's more on computer. And, and the danger of this, um, this shutdown we've seen uh, over the last year, so many kids at home, and they have to be on computer for school. Do you think if I'm at home by myself, my parents are at work, and I got a computer I got to be doing class on, or I could be talking to my friends, playing video games, goofing off, um, there's a likelihood, a small likelihood for me, because I was a good kid, but there's a likelihood that that, ki that kid may be on the internet and may be doing games or whatever else, social media, and not school. Uh, we've seen a lot of that uh, over the last year. Um, but we take a lot of effort, you know, in a home to put, you put pistols away, you put poison up away where a kid can't get it. Um, 
maybe even the good, like the dark chocolate candy you don't want the kids to have, you want to keep it for you, you put it away where they can't reach it. Um, we put those things away. Why, why are we not so cautious with, with internet, social media, and, and these other things? Uh, it's, it's just as important. And this little picture kind of gives a good representation of that. It, yes, this is all hard candy, what I call grandma candy. The grandma always had hard candy. My grandma, you pick up one piece and the whole the rest of them came with it, you know. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was the same candy we had the Christmas before when I was there. I, I recognized it. Um, she just put it back out. But that's hard candy. Uh, a little small child will choke on that hard candy, right? They put that in their mouth. We don't, we don't have that back in the nursery, so if you have a child back in the nursery, it's forbidden back there. Um, but we don't want them to have that. What, what do we expect this child to do? They crawl up onto this bright, colorful, hard candy. It smells good. It looks good. Maybe they taste it. Oh, it's great. Um, what do we expect them to do? They're gonna, if we don't intervene, they're going to grab that, right? And uh, So why even allow that temptation? Why even have that candy out there on the floor for them to grab? Um, you know, if it was up to a child, they'd have candy for every single meal. But we're the adults. We, get to, we, we decide what they eat for, for them. We know what's good for them, and we know what's not good for them. Um, I'm going to try to play this video, Mark. Can. Thank you, sir. So this video I'm going to show you. This is just a, an operation we did here at the sheriff's office a while back. We've done several since. This is uh, just done over, over a few days' time. This was not done over months and months. This is just a, just a few days. Uh, the first couple of days we're getting set up, really, and the last couple of days just scooping up these predators. Um, and we're, we're, uh, we're not driving through the parks looking for creepy guys in vans. We're not doing that. Um, we're, we're on the internet, we're on social media, we're on video games and chat rooms and social media, just, just reaching out to these people. And as fast as we could get, get out there, if, we, if I had more detectives doing this, I would have more guys arrested. And we just, it's just manpower issue. We're, as fast as we can put it out there, we're catching them, we're scooping them up. These guys traveled to Ocala um, to meet somebody, somebody they thought was a child, somebody they thought was a 13-year-old. Uh, one guy showed up with a, uh, in, in his trunk, he had a, a sleeping bag, duct tape, and a shovel. Um, you don't have to be a detective uh, and work with me to know what in the world this guy may have had in mind. Uh, he thought he was coming to meet a disabled child. Um, these people exist, and, and they're, when I, when I tell you how, how easy it is to get in there, I go in these rooms with all these detectives and just watching this, it'll, it'll turn your stomach, really, um, and just what these people are saying back to them, thinking they're talking to a 13-year-old boy, 13-year-old girl, um, a 10-year-old. Um, so we, we did this, we, and we, we surprise them. You know, we show up to meet them, and, uh, and they don't like it. They get arrested, but we love it. Um, but yeah, just, a, just a, shoot, a few short days we did this and, and uh, arrested a lot of people. And I just say that, to show you that, just to say, hey, it's happening. And, and we don't even show all of them. We don't, we don't uh, document all of them. This is just a handful. And we arrested these people, and then we, we even got more after that. They were reaching back out to us. Those detectives kept up those, those video games. They kept up those little contacts, and they were getting reached back out to. So we, we kept on going. <laughs> and this thing, that we weren't even out doing the operation, and they're still coming to us trying to, trying to get arrested. Uh, social media. These are just a few. Facebook, uh, Twitter, minus Trump. That T's not for Trump. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, um, there's just a handful of them. There's lots of, lots of social media sites. Those are the main ones you'll see. Um, social media use. This is going back to 2006 through 2018, so it's really not even completely up to date yet. This is growing. What do you see? You see a trend here, right? Um, if that was a stock, you'd have wished you'd have bought it back in 2006 because it's skyrocketing. Um, over 80% of households is what that graphic is telling you. Um, have used social media. Um, show of hands, how many of you in here have social media? I mean, I do. 
Um, lots of us, it's, it's how we communicate. Um, it's just a way to do it. Uh, there was a time when we used that, right? We had like three channels and that weird PBS channel that we never watched and uh, uh, that was it. This is how we got the news. Uh, this is how we learned everything about what was going on in the world. Um, some of you like me, you go up there, you were the channel flicker because you went up there and they said, hey, no, six, no, three, try two. And um, move the antennas around. My brother could, could do the antennas great, used a cup of water, aluminum foil, all kind of stuff. Um, but that's how we found out our news. Uh, now, by the, time the, by the time the news is on your TV, it's old news. If you're seeing it on TV, it's old. The news media, I deal with the news media every single day, and uh, y'all pray for me. It's, it's not easy. It's, uh, <laughs> but the news media, if it's not out, on, if it's on TV, I'm telling you, it's old. And, and they, the news media, I can tell you just from working with them, if this many things happened last night, they want this much of it. They don't, they don't put out, they, they, may, they may put out 5% of what happened the day before. Um, if it's not interesting to them, they're not going to put it out there. Um, th these kind of things, it's, it's, uh, they're, they're just cold to it, callous to it. Um, not going to happen. Um, but the news is coming over social media right now. That's where, it, that's where it's at. Uh, we put out news on, on our social media at the sheriff's office, uh, but it happens there so quickly. People are doing live video. You can live video driving by a car wreck because there's people that rubberneck. It's hard to believe, but there's people that rubberneck at car wrecks and hold their cameras up while you're, they're driving by. And I've seen it and uh, trying, to, trying to get it on social media. That's where it's quick and, and, and happens so fast. Some dangerous apps. So app, if you go to App Store on your phone and, um, and, and you pull up the, your apps and you want to add some, you're going to see some of these here. Uh, all these apps on your phone, there's good ones. Like I said, they're, they're, there's weapons. Weapons are used for good or bad. Uh, these are tools used for good or bad. Um, these are some of the ones that you should not allow on your phone. Uh, you've got um, the Whisper app, the purple one there, if you see that, the Ask FM, those are some of the most dangerous ones. Um, Snapchat, Vine, Hide app, Kick, um, add in there TikTok, because um, there's things that are not geared for children. It may ask you, hey, are you 18? What's a 14-year-old kid going to say? Yes. Uh, all he's got to do is click yes. Um, so the, they put their restrictions in there to comply with the FCC or whatever, but um, can kids get on there? Yes. Um, but yeah, add TikTok to that. Whisper, ask. What are these? These are apps where you can go out there and say, ask any question to some anonymous stranger that you want to ask, anything that you're curious about. Um, and kids on there are asking about drugs, sex, uh, all kinds of things. And they're just asking strangers these questions. If I'm this, this sexual predator, where am I going to be hanging out? You know, I'm, I'm that snake. I'm going to be camouflaged right up in there with, along with, with these kids. Um, but they can ask questions, and that opens up doors, opens up conversations with, with people. They have no idea who this is. And that's the key to all these apps, as you see it. it it's, it's, we're just chatting. You know, we're just, we're just uh, talking, and I'm asking questions. It's very, very, uh, you know, uh, just innocent, and nobody wants to harm me. I mean, except for these people that drove over here to, to Ocala to pick up a 13, 12-year-old, whatever, um, with sleeping bags and shovels. And, and uh, yeah, those guys want to harm you. And they, I'm telling you, it's within minutes we're getting bites on our line when we're out there fishing for them. Um, but chat apps, these are very dangerous. These are very, very big right now, just to chat. And it sounds good. Hey, you just want to chat with somebody. You want to talk with you. you want to chat. It'll be fun. Uh, sure, it, that's not what it's about. These chat apps. They offer ways that people talk to anonymous people. I mean, I don't, I don't like to talk to anonymous people. <laughs> I don't know. I, growing up, I was maybe more shy than I am now, but I don't like to talk to anonymous people, but they can do that now. 
you can be anonymous, they can be anonymous, sort of, and uh, it offers them that way. There's thousands of apps and more added every day. Um, uh, different types of chat apps. This is where these predators are lurking, 100%. Um, and let me just tell you, there's, these are, and a lot of us, these teenagers trying to be grown up. And, and when I was a teenager, we tried to be grown up. You act, act real big sometimes. Um, kids are still trying to do that. Nothing's changed over the last thousand years. There is peer pressure on these kids to be on these sites, 100%. Um, if, if I'm a, a teenage boy, and, and, and since the beginning of time, Teenage boys have been trying to impress teenage girls. Um, even back when Jim Davis tried to dunk a basketball off of a folding chair and crashed over here in this gym when I was in high school, trying to impress a teenage girl. Uh, we, we, want to, uh, we want to impress them when we're, we're kids. And that, that peer pressure, hey, if you want to talk to this girl, or you want to talk to this boy, hey, just yeah, go, to, go to this app, go to, hit me up on this, talk to me over here. Um, I'm there, we're all going to be on there tonight after school talking on this. And um, that peer pressure is... A, is heavy, heavy on them. And, and this is why a teenage kid is coming to you, I've got to have this smartphone, I've got to, I'm going to die if I don't get it, because everybody in school is, is here. Uh, we used to just meet up and talk or go play ball and hang out with your friends. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, many, the sports programs in many schools have declined heavily because kids are not into that. They're into this. And uh, it's, it's, it's the candy, you know, that they're after that they shouldn't have. Um, but that peer pressure is there. And it doesn't have to be. You know, kids can still... If, if a young man or a young lady um, wants to have, keep a good reputation and, and they, they handle themselves in a professional manner and in a godly manner, are, are those, that opposite sex still going to be attracted to them? Yes. Um, they're still going to, if, if there was some girl and I'm in high school and, and she doesn't have social media, but I wanted to talk to her, I'm still going to try to find a way to talk to her, right? I'm a young teenage man, um, whether they're on there or not. So that it's not necessary. Despite what a child tells you, these apps are not, they will survive into adulthood without these apps. Um, but did an app search, if you do an app search, and Mark, if you run that video, this is on my own phone, I just screen recorded my own phone. I just typed in chat app in the app store, and you'll see me scrolling. I stopped it at some point, just because it just kept on going. These are chat apps. They pop up, thousands of them. Um, and you can't, it's still going, still going, chat apps everywhere. Um, so it's out there for your kids to get. Uh, these chat apps, um, again, some of them you go on there, uh, and in my research, you go on there and right away, there's somebody with some very sexual offer, very, uh, very it's very demeaning to women, and uh, it's very enticing to young children. Um, pulls them into a bad, bad place very easily, very quickly. It's not chatting, they know they're not chatting, these are just, uh, it's just a ruse. Um, so stay away from the chat apps, vault apps, so you do give your child a phone. Um, most, if you've got an iPhone like me, you go on there, there's a, uh, there's a calculator app on here. So I can calculate because, I mean, I did go to OCA, I did pay attention, and I did good. Um, I will say I've not used algebra at all today. Um, but I did pass algebra over here. But I still like to go to the calculator sometimes, right? Because I, I, I don't do it in my head so fast. Um, it's great, it's, it's, on, it's on here, I use it. Um, but there's, there's hidden vault apps like that look just like a calculator where your child can go in there and throw in videos, photos, conversations, people's contacts. Um, they can hide whatever they want to in there, hide other apps in there. Um, and so when a parent is, is doing what they think they're doing, they should be doing is, let me just, let me check your phone, son. Okay, very good, chat, no chat apps. I don't see any chat apps on here. No, the calculator app, very good, that's for school. And they missed it all. These kids, kids are smart. Dr. Banfee and I were talking before service and, and he had a great point. 
you know, parents, we're, we're never going to be as quick and as sharp on this stuff as, as these young kids. These young kids pick this stuff up so quick. You can teach a young child another language way, way quicker than you can teach me. Um, they, they just pick up on so much so, so, so quickly. Uh, we're never going to be out ahead of them and, and, and being more clever than them and, and hiding this stuff. As soon as we figure this out, there's going to be something else. You know, it's, it's always. Um, it's like when cops invented radar and then some smart aleck invented radar detectors. And so there's always something. You know, they're always, you're always behind. Um, you got to have some rules of thumb in place. And, and you got to be, hey, if, if my child wants to download an app, it's going to require my, my acknowledgement. Um, some phones require you to either put a thumbprint on there or put in a passcode. Make that happen if you have your child has a phone. Make it, make it so they cannot just put an app on there all by themselves willy-nilly. Uh, they, they need to come through you. And you need to look at this app and research it and Google it and go back in there and check that and make sure it is what it is. Um, but the fact that these things even exist should tell you something about some of these apps, right? All right, let's go to this next one. So location tracking. This is on a lot of these apps. Uh, they want to track your location. And it's marketed as a, as a neat way to meet friends. We can go to the mall, and uh, hey, I'll be at this side of the mall, but just go to Snapchat, see if I'm there, we'll find each other. Um, back in the day, you know, we, we were on the phone, like, you know, we're on the pay phone. Yeah, come up here at this time and meet me over here by the food court. And uh, now it's, it's, it's so much easier. Kids in the same room will text each other, it's, as weird as that sounds. They will talk to each other through an app. They will text each other from across. They can see each other, and, but they're going to text each other. It's just it's what they're used to. It's what they were born with. It's what they use. Um, there's some of y'all laughing out there because you're doing that with your husbands and wives. You're, you're sitting across the room and doing this. Um, my wife and I talk sometimes in the same room on the phone. Um, but it's location tracking, very dangerous. Uh, it'll show where you're at. This is, this is Snapchat. This is a clip from Snapchat. Do you think predators would enjoy this feature? Yes. Um, I can go on Snapchat, sign up, and make myself an account where it looks like I'm a 16-year-old girl and put my name up there, some pictures, whatever, and create this fake account, make some friends that I've met on some anonymous chat, and hey, I'm going to the, oh, you live, okay, I'm going to be at the mall today, meet up, what are you wearing? Okay, I'll be wearing a pink shirt, you wear a blue shirt, well, all right, we'll meet up, I'll, I'll meet you there, can't wait to meet you. There's a predator, sleeping bag, shovel, and some duct tape in the car, I don't know. Um, but believe it or not, predators do pretend to be teenagers sometimes, but yeah, you can, you can put it up there and, and you can request your location. Now this feature, if you feel like you have to have this on your phone, um, you can turn that off. You can turn off location services, location uh, on these apps. Um, it's a lot of work if you, for a parent to, uh, to have to keep up with that. You know, the child can go back in there and turn that off so they can find each other. They're gonna, again, we're not more clever than these children. They can figure a smartphone out a lot quicker than we can. So just get rid of the, the whole app. Roblox, uh-oh, talking about kid games. Um, some kids like to play this game. Uh, there's, it's, uh, and you look at the picture, the packaging looks pretty. It's, it's just kid games, like little Lego looking guys, and, and, and it's, it's a big, broad, whatever. A lot of kids like to play Roblox. Anything wrong with it on the surface? No, it's just a goofy kid game where they go through and jump over stuff and do some fun stuff. Um, they can create little towns and, and have fun. Um, but it, it's, it's real cute packaging. Um, I'm sure that fruit on the, on the tree of, of uh, the knowledge of good and evil was also, it was very pretty. It was good to look at, uh, you've even said. Uh, it, it was pretty. Um, when you pick up a bag of, or a box of cookies, and I'm trying to watch how much sugar I eat these days, I hate it. Um, but when I look at a box of cookies, man, the front of that, the front of that package is beautiful, man. There's a cookie on there, maybe a glass of milk in the background, and, and everything is like, hey, Paul, 
You know, you need this, and it's, it's beautiful. Now, you flip it over, and there's the stuff that the USDA requires them to put on there that, that's aggravating. You get to know how much, how soon you're going to die if you eat this. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the small print, right? Um, this Roblox, kind of the same way. Um, if you walk by and saw a child playing this game, whatever, man. You're going to just walk by and go, okay, that looks like fun. Goofy, silly little game. You know, there's, there's no, not even any guns or, or shooting or anything like that. It's not violent. doesn't look violent. You might walk on by. You might look at that phone real quick and not really dig into it. Um, but if you go to the App Store, every app gives a description of what that app does, of what it offers. Um, this one here, this is, this is Roblox. Right there, look at this. Hey, take the phone. Roblox features cross-platform. You can join your friends and millions of other people on their computers, mobile devices, Xbox, or virtual reality headsets. Millions of people? I don't know millions of people. That means I'm talking to people that I don't know. Um, this is their own description. And so hang out with friends around the world using chat features, private messages, and groups. They're Roblox. You saw that picture? That right there. Um, innocent. Trying to pull these kids. I'm telling you right now. It, you, now, you can go in here. If you have Roblox and, and your kid wants to play that, you can turn off the chat feature. Go into settings. You can turn that, that, that feature off. Um, again, you're going to have to monitor that very, very closely because the temptation, again, it's that all that hard candy, that grandma candy laying out there for a child to pick up. Somebody's wanting to talk to me. I think it's a friend. I think it's somebody I know. Some statistics. This is uh, human trafficking. It's how this stuff happens. Some people don't walk up to people and, and get them into human trafficking. It starts, there's a, there's a whole lead up to it. There's conversations, there's talking, there's relationships built online to, to start this. That's the world's fastest growing crime, and the most common form of it is sex trafficking, according to the, to the United Nations. It's a $99 billion a year business. If you've got a business making $99 billion a year, do you think they're going to stop business anytime soon? No way. That's gonna, is it gonna, they're going to try to do everything they can to boost it? Yes, absolutely. Um, at the border right now, uh, talking to officers that have been there, and see, that goes on right now these, with these children, with these child, children coming out of Central America, South America. In, uh, in Mexico, uh, awful. Um, but this is, but I'm telling you, they, uh, they're not planning on stopping. This pedophilia is rampant worldwide, trying to spread it into our country. We have rules of law here. We still have some morals here a little bit in this country that is preventing some of that. Um, but it's, it's very rampant and it's very political. Um, if you try to tell on somebody about this, you might get suicided. So uh, you gotta be, uh, you gotta know that it's out there. There's people in, in this world that have, uh, expose some of this. Um, so sex predators, do we have them here? Yes. Seventy percent of child sex offenders uh, have between one and nine victims. Um, when, we, when we arrest some of these guys, we, we publish their photos because the detectives come to me and say, hey, we think, we think he has more victims. And nine times out of ten, they do. I'll publish their, their picture and image out there, give it to the media, put it on social media, and we'll get tips back from somebody that says, you know what, yeah. It, he violated me too, and we, we develop more victims. Um, it's not uncommon for them to have just more than one victim. Our county, Marion County, Florida, the total number of registered sex offenders, this is from two weeks ago, uh, 1,069 here in, in Marion County. And uh, if we went just from five miles from where you're sitting, within five miles of where you're sitting, there is 198 just within five miles of this church. So are, are they out there? Yes. Um, does our justice system want to keep them in prison? For some reason, no. Uh, they want to turn them back out there on probation. 
they're going to reform them. They send them to some, some classes to get them better, and, uh, and they're not. Are they taking their computers away? No, they're still out there. Um, can we monitor it? It's tough. Uh, we do these chat, chat operations trying to find these people, and we don't get them all. I promise you we don't get them all. There's 198 of them within just five miles of where we're sitting right now, uh, more than 1,000 in this county, and this county is growing pretty quickly. And that's the ones that we've already caught and have been charged and arrested and did their time and they're on probation now or whatever. Uh, there's still more that are, are still uh, violating victims and haven't been caught yet. This, uh, so video games is another one. Video games, and we say, yeah, video games is fine. I grew up playing Atari, I love video games. And uh, the military even uses video games, believe it or not, to train soldiers. Um, one of the things they found in World War II that it's hard for one man to kill another man. They'd shoot over their heads, they just wanted to scare them away. Uh, one of the ways they combat that is the, with video games in the military now, they're desensitizing to make them feel like, you know what, I can, I can shoot this person. Um, and Mark, I'm gonna run this video. This is Wall Street Journal, and I don't typically buy into Wall Street Journal, but they had a good little video, quick video here, just a few minutes, um, about this dopamine reward. Why your kids playing Perhaps video games. you've seen videos like this appear in your social media feeds lately. The concept is pretty simple. Parents prank their kids by unplugging the child's video game console in the middle of gameplay, and their reactions are viral gold. No one likes to be forced to stop having fun, but something different is happening here. If you were to take away a child's books or Legos, you're not likely to get a reaction like this. So what's going on here? Why are these meltdowns so dramatic? I've treated a number of children over the years who struggle with problematic video game uh, behaviors. I think one of the most important things to keep in mind is that the child will be able to tell you, I'm trying to not do this, but I can't stop. And I can't get myself to stop. I don't want to behave this way, but I'm struggling. Why did you do that? That was my game to get into the Overwatch League. According to Dr. Milham, these reactions aren't necessarily because of an addiction to gaming. Instead, what we witness in these videos are children who are victims of their own biology. Being able to tolerate the feeling of frustration or that moment of sadness when you decide I'm not going to continue doing this, that is, is crucial. One of the reasons the children in these videos find it so hard to control themselves is because they don't yet have a fully developed prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is a key component in the brain that's involved in helping us to control impulses and urges. When you have something like the video game being turned off suddenly, the child is faced with having to feel those negative emotions. Another factor is dopamine, which is often referred to as the brain's pleasure chemical because it's associated with feelings of euphoria, motivation, and concentration. Dopamine is a key component of regulating reward mechanisms in the brain. The stimulation we receive from playing a video game impacts the same pathways that are present when one is becoming intoxicated with a substance. So it's no surprise that many of the behaviors and reactions uh, that we see for a child who's struggling with having this sudden stop brought about in their video game playing has analogs to someone who is being asked to stop usage of a substance. Let's say a child is about to eat a piece of candy. The anticipation of eating that candy gives the child a spike of dopamine. Then their parent yanks that candy away from them. 
That action will cause a drop in dopamine, which will upset the child. Video game designers have gotten remarkably adept at keeping gamers entranced with a steady source of intermittent rewards. More rewards means a constant stream of dopamine released into the brain throughout gameplay. So when a parent pulls the plug on a child's video game, there's an even more powerful effect. Video games are inherently designed to be stimulating and exciting and to draw us in and, and that to some degree is a healthy phenomenon. It, it's just that for some it's more difficult to control than, than, than for others. Is the video game somehow impairing their ability to function in the home, at school, or with other children? If we're not seeing any problematic behaviors and it's just concern about the frequency, then I think we can work on just trying to bring the frequency down. For many households across the country, meltdowns over video games are a very real part of everyday life. Parents we have spoken with say they find themselves in a battle of wills with their children. With Perhaps you've seen videos like this. So we'll stop it there. Um, you see what's going on. There's a, there's a, a biomedical thing happening. Dopamine is a, is a substance your body produces. Uh, when I was a paramedic, we carried it on our trucks uh, as, a, as a drug that you could issue and use in the right situation. Um, but its dopamine effect, it's like taking alcohol from an alcoholic, right? They, uh, you you shut, that, shut that off. Same way with the chat apps, same way with, with social media. Um, and believe it or not, it can affect adults too. If you don't believe that, let me have your phone for about six hours and I won't give it back and see how many times you want to check it. Uh, try yourself tomorrow to set your phone down for six hours. See if you can not check it. Um, when you check it, and that's what they say about social media. You go on there, people can like your stuff. You can put a photo up, and you go back there and they look at it. Hey, this person commented on my photo. They said, hey, your, your shirt looks great today. Love it. Uh, whatever, that was, the kids are so cute. Whatever the comment is, it, it's a dopamine reaction. And, uh, and it makes you happy. That person's happy, whatever. But if you put it down and you don't, want to, and you don't pick it up, you don't have that happening. And, and there's an addiction kind of a thing going on. Same thing with these video games, uh, chat apps, internet, all of it. Uh, it, it can be an addiction. This is what the video games used to be. We had Pac-Man. I had to put a quarter in there and play Pac-Man. Um, nobody could beat my sister at it. And this is what they are now. It's guns and ammo, killing, violent. If, you don't, if it's not violent, if, and it's not just shooting people, like in the old cowboy movies, you can't even tell they got shot, they just fell over, had a few uh, nice words to say before they died, you know, in, in somebody's arm. Now it's blood and guts and gore and uh, very realistic. Um, can you say the word desensitize? Yes, that's what's happening. They're, they're desensitizing these people. Um, and we're acting like we're shocked when there's school shootings. We're acting like we're shocked when, when there's uh, violence, drive-bys. We have drive-bys in this town about every week. I don't know if you know about it. Um, in, in your county, there's drive-by shootings every week. We didn't have one last night, I don't think. I didn't read a report today of one. Uh, had somebody stabbed to death last night, but didn't have a drive-by. But almost every single week, there's a drive-by. The news media, does, again, they only get this much. They're not even interested in the drive-bys anymore. If nobody got killed, ah, they're not going to write about it. Uh, and I know this because I deal with them every day. But, um, and it's, the offenders are typically younger offenders. These are, these are young, uh, typically young men, back and forth, shooting it up in their early, late teens, early 20s. And, uh, and, and some of it, yes, is drug-related, 100%, uh, drug-related many times. But uh, this violence, it's nothing for them to pick up a gun. We had a shooting at the Paddock Mall uh, over a week ago and it's nothing for them to pick up a gun. And, and I'm telling you, at that scene, that when I went to it, as it's happening, there's bullet holes everywhere. They, they were no disregard for the people that were there at the mall at 5 p.m. Um, and there's people caught in a crossfire, but this violence doesn't mean anything to them because they've been playing games like this uh, all their life. 
Grand Theft Auto. This is one of the video games. Uh, if you have a kid has a Grand Theft Auto, get rid of it. Um, this is uh, one of the scenes from that from that game. Um, they uh, go through. These are prostitutes, by the way. You drive. You, the game the goal of this game is to steal cars, run away from the cops, pick up prostitutes, steal money, kill people. Uh, these are all things that would uh, uh, get you arrested, get you uh, in the electric chair even. But we got kids playing these games, playing Grand Theft Auto, because ah, it's just fun. Just, it's just a car game. They're trying to chase me. I'm trying to run away. Um, but it's very violent. Get a better gun. Um, and again, picking up prostitutes. Terrible. There's different add-ons to these games uh, that I can't play in here. Um, and again, we're keeping it, keeping it G-rated. This is one here. Um, we'll play this video, Dr. Hopper. This is a kid playing a video game. He recorded himself playing a video game. It's on YouTube, so if you want to watch this on YouTube, uh, I don't know where all the fact checkers are. All right, hey guys, it's School Shooter here, aka Lil Chase, and they would be shooting. Calls himself school. school Shooter, as you know. All right, so, all right, so I'm gonna be using the shotgun first. Picks out a shotgun, chooses um, his weapon. Dark kill counter. You coming, Fuggy or Seagulls? All right, let's go. Again, we're they're running up to a school. Yeah, you're the one. You're the one who said my. You, you called me dumb. And while he's talking, listen how calm this kid's voice is. He's very calm. He's very matter of fact. Um, We're going for the high I I said, score maybe PG. of about 30. All right. So this this kid called me dumb. This kid called me stupid. This kid called me extra stupid. All right. I got about three. Just I have the extra power for you. Slowly counting his body count. Like, just kill this cop. And now it's just a game, remember? Use the assault rifle the rest of the time. Alright, that's um 10 on me. That's now these, like, are, these are cops pulling up to the scene now. So right, teach them to so shoot I cops. 10 altogether. So count yours. So that's um about 16 already. You notice the realism. Cops are reacting, so if you want to keep 11, with your rampage, 12, you gotta shoot, shoot the cops. 13. Oh, wait, 13. 13, 14, wait. It goes on. Um, here's another one, uh, Dr. Hopper, you want to play that one. Another school shooter one. You got to shoot the security guard first, the officer, because then you can do, your, do a better school shooting uh, if you kill the officer first. Object of the game, yeah, go through there, shoot as many kids at the school as you can, random, and then kill yourself at the end. That's a video game. And look at here at the end. If you don't know who those two jerks are, that's that's the two guys that did the Columbine shooting. This is who this is who they're they're praising. Um, I don't even want to show their pictures. Uh, but it's this level of violence. There's no restriction. I mean, and we and we're surprised when these kids show up with guns at schools. Um, I don't know why we are. Fortnite. It's going to step on somebody's toes. I'm afraid. Fortnite. Look at the packaging. Looks fun as a gingerbread man. And uh, some pumpkin dude, or tomato, I don't know what he is. What's the object of this game? <clears throat> well, try to get a better weapon so you can kill more. And what's happening in this game, there's a circle that's closing in on you. You're supposed to kill as many people as you can, um, other players, before the circle closes in on you. So it's just a kill or be killed game. Get better guns, kill more people. Um, and, and again, I am I'm very pro-gun, and I'm very pro-hard candy, but it doesn't belong in the hands of children. Um, neither one of those. Um, it needs to be 
be monitored. It needs to be uh, protected. Your child needs to be protected. Let's get back to the Bible. Genesis 3.1. This is when we first see the devil, see what he is. Genesis 3.1 says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. He said, and he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? There's a seed of doubt, right? Um, it's just a silly game, just that little seed of doubt. Man, this is just an app on my phone. I'm just chatting with friends. These are just my, these are my school friends. I know all these people that are on here. That's what, these are the kind of things you're going to hear from a child. I know, I know these people. I'm not talking to strangers. I don't talk to strangers. Except for this one guy. He's really cute. He lives up in, in Georgia or somewhere. Uh, I haven't met him yet, but he sent me pictures. Um, yes, a seed of doubt. Um, and, and parents, I hear parents say, no, 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 my child knows the difference. We've taught them. We don't talk to strangers. Um, yes. Well, there's a dopamine reward. Remember that? That, that, that frontal cortex not fully developed yet in the child. Um, they didn't get their way. What's going to happen? Um, that Wall Street Journal clip talks about these parents that just have a hard time controlling the home. The Bible gives you clear direction on how to control the home. Discipline is, is to be used if you love your child. You spare the rod, you'll spoil the child, right? Um, Genesis 3.6, let me go over there. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Pleasant to the eyes. Every one of these little apps out here, it starts off with being pleasant to the eyes. None of them are plain. None of them are boring. None of them are just black and white, you know, just a plain app or a plain video game. It's not. It's very colorful. It's like the front of that cookie box that I can't have right now. It's, it's very colorful packaging. And, um, but it's, uh, and this is nothing new. This happened in, in the third chapter of Genesis. We see this for the first time. So it's, it's definitely nothing new. Um, and we have to be wise. There's peer pressure to, on, on these children and adults to be in the know, to be with it, to have the latest. That's, that's again, nothing new. That's always existed. Um, and uh, they're encouraged to share. Eve shared this fruit with her husband, right? And uh, these kids are encouraged to share online, have online interaction. This is us being friendly. It's the new thing. The whole, you can talk to anybody in the world. Uh, Roblox, chat with millions of people. Why? <laughs> you know, the, these people that, that are chatting with them, they're not for them. Um, they're against them. Your house rules are not the same as other homes. So when your child is chatting, even if you do, if you go back and look at, these, at your child, what they got on their phone or on their video game, video games can go online. If you didn't know that, the Xbox, all these things, you can be online, talk to other people. Um, and and they, can, they have headphones, you can talk to others while you're playing. Um, fun stuff, yes, if used correctly. Um, in the wrong hands, absolutely horrible uh, to talk to somebody that you don't know. Um, they can play with friends they know or friends they don't know. But you just know that even if you know who all your children is playing with, you can look at their game and go, okay, I know this person, this one, this one. What are the rules in that person's house? Do you know, do you know the rules that they have for their kid? Because the, their rules may be way different than what your rules are for your own children. And, uh, and the, result, the result of this type of communication um, mentioned in 1 Corinthians, we'll wrap up with this. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. What do you want out of your child? I want good manners. A good-mannered child is going to have a better chance at a good job walking in versus a kid that just comes in there dressed sloppy, doesn't even acknowledge the person that's interviewing them. Um, you know, I want my children to have good manners. 
We all do. And these evil communications, and, and by good manners, some of these games, Grand Theft Auto, the way they treat women, picking up prostitutes, uh, paying them, then killing them and getting your money back. That's how you get, that's how you get points in that game. Um, what is that teaching somebody about manners, about uh, the way to treat, treat a woman? Um, it's evil communication, and that's all this is. This is communication. It's a communica communication device. So is, your t so is your computer. So is that video game. Um, the lowest common denominator here is where it's going to go. So you have these rules set right up here. The standards in your house are pretty high, but the lowest common denominator is where it falls. The rules are down here. This is where everybody's going to end up. Um, and I can tell you, our, our teachers, our school workers, um, it's a challenge for them. Some of these teachers, you can talk to them, and they can tell you. And, and I'm glad they, they pull the phones from the kids. They're not allowed to have these phones while they're in, in class because learning is supposed to be happening. Um, because what's a child going to do? There's candy over here, or there's my algebra book. <laughs> you know, um, what are they going to do? So the challenge tonight, I want to tell you, if you're a parent, is to get involved. And we, and we are absolutely barely even scratching the surface right here. And, and again, this is a G to PG. I showed a little shooting in there, violence. Maybe we call it PG. Uh, that might be G nowadays. I don't know. Um, but this is scratching the surface. There is, there is so, so much more. You saw the chat apps. Just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. They just keep on coming. Um, they're out there for your children. As a parent, my challenge tonight is, is, is get a hold of that. Know what they're doing. Know who they're talking to. Know exactly what is on that phone. Put those locks in place. Lock down that phone. Lock down that computer. Um, have random inspections. If you, you pay for this phone, you should be able to walk up and go, let me see that. Let me just look because uh, that's going to keep them honest, right? Um, it's, it's important for that to happen. Uh, and you may be here and you say, you know what, I don't, my kids are grown. My grandkids are grown. I don't have any. What, you know, how does this, this really affect me? Uh, well, it does because this evil communication, these, these, these corrupting, corrupted good manners, um, you see, we see crime doing this in this world. We see evil going up. What can you do? You, you say, my kids, my grandkids are all grown. Um, well, give them this They're for their own children. But also pray. Pray for these teachers, these workers, these school workers, um, public and private school, because they have a challenge. This, this peer pressure is so heavy. There's is, there is little kids. Miss um, Gina back there can probably tell you, she works at elementary school, the ages of these kids that have cell phones, that have their own YouTube channels. I was talking to eight-year-olds at a public school that had their own YouTube channel. I said, what? They want to know if I had mine. I said, no, I'm only like in my 40s. I don't have a YouTube channel. Um, they're seven, eight years old. Um, but they have, their, they have their own stuff. Uh, pray for these teachers. Pray for these workers because it's a challenge to them to fight this. The devil is offering them all this sweet, beautifully packaged material for them to, to fall into and hook them in. It's, it's, it's bait with a gigantic hook in there for them um, to ruin their lives, ruin their testimony, and, and get them on a path in life early, made them become a victim of a sex predator, whatever it is, uh, to take them down a bad, bad road. And, uh, and it's a big challenge. Um, what are we offering them? Well, we need to offer these children our love. We need to sh show God's love through us, through our lives. Uh, the, I know we, the uh, bus ministry was mentioned earlier, and, and yes, there's some kids. I can tell you some homes that I go inside as a, as a deputy sheriff that we go inside, and you would not believe that people in this country live the way these, they do. Children have no, no bedtime. They're up on a computer. There, there's all kind of, there's, it's, it's horrible. It, it's, it turned your stomach. Um, and some of you that, are, that do work with, this, with a school, work with children, um, you have no idea what they did, not, how, how 
And I was saying this in my Sunday school class t today. I said, you know, have no idea how long the cops were at their home last night because it happens. And they're not even surprised by it. They're not going to tell you about it. But these kids are, are, are it's an uphill battle. Pray for, pray for our, youth, our youth minister and his wife because it's a challenge. Um, let's, let's go ahead and uh, go, to, go into the Lord in prayer.